What is up, everybody, and welcome back to Two Times the Grind. We are on episode 15, if you believe it or not. Episode 15, which is really cool. Like, I say this every single time I feel like we come on the podcast, I'm like, oh, episode 13, oh, episode 14, oh, episode 15, wow. <laughs> um, but no, it's a, it's a little mini achievement, I feel like, as we, you know, as we go along and through all of the episodes, and I'm super proud. I'm proud every time. PJ, welcome. Welcome to the table. Thank um, you. <laughs> welcome to my podcast. <laughs> um, folks, uh, thank you so much for bearing with us without any um, video footage. We're actually going through the transition of getting to the basement. Big move. So big move, but we've got audio equipment ready. Episode um, 16 should, yeah. should hopefully, potentially, potentially, possibly, maybe be on the new setup. Granted. No, we don't know. Potentially, it actually might be. Um, so that's really cool. Now, you might be wondering what coffee we're going to be drinking today. And actually, we've got something a little bit, little bit different, actually. We didn't brew ourselves this time. We thought we'd go for something that everyone has easy access to. And we'd, you know, we'd go for our go-to order, see what you guys think, if you guys want to try it as well. It is a ASMR for you. That is a wonderful... Starbucks order of it's a vanilla bean sweet cream cold brew it's a grande so it's like a classic medium um and I've got to say for the calories it's pretty damn tasty why did you have to say what size it was just so people can because no one can see I'm I'm describing (laughs) as if it like changes the flavor (laughs) describe well I'm gonna tell them calories so it's 110 calories for for this drink and I would just say like if people are looking for something that tastes really good but they are worried about like because you know coffee there's a lot of stuff in Starbucks that is very calorific coffee wise Mm -hmm. and obviously it's delicious Mm -hmm. but lots of people actually get caught on their like fitness goals because they're drinking things that are like a full meal drinking a lot of calories yeah so like they forget that so if people are also looking for that fix of deliciousness and you're on the go and you you know you haven't got time to brew your own coffee um i would say like the cold brews in starbucks are really really delicious you so, know what i think yeah. everyone should do obviously we'll, we'll rate this coffee at the end it's our usual go-to mm-hmm. for, for the two of us now believe your starbucks order we all go to mm. starbucks we all have it good one babe actually i don't know if we all I have would it love to Royal know that. two probably does i think he's got like tim hortons or something over there <laughs> yeah. in canada but uh that'd no, be cool see everyone's order everyone's go to you know i would love that i think that's a fantastic people, idea we, yes, talk, please. we talked about this in one of the podcasts some people get crazy some people do I will get judge crazy. you i will say i though, will judge you but i respect it I will say, though, if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, uh, tweet us. If you do have our social media, we have it in the uh, descriptions of our podcasts. Um, tweet us at two times the grind on Twitter. Leave a comment on Instagram if you fancy it as well. We also have the same username on Instagram. Um, write to us on email. We have all of that kind of linked down in the description of the podcast itself on iTunes and Spotify. We want to hear from you guys as well. We love you guys over there on, on the pure ear list. Leave a like. Yeah, leave a like. Or leave I a guess, rate, well, rating. I guess for a rating. It's a rating. A rating, it's a rating. Um, we actually have been going up a lot on uh, Spotify and iTunes, haven't we? That's hmm. really cool. I find that really awesome. We have. And actually, we've had 10 ratings as well, five stars, appreciate which has been so we, great. We appreciate that. I see it. I see it all and I love it. it. You know, thank you so much for supporting us. It's, fa- um, it's fascinating. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. Um, I'll tell you what is more fascinating. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about today. Oh. Um, so... Obviously, we're going to talk about a, a bit about the CDL. Uh, I just got to give a disclaimer, though. The uh, the facts and the knowledge and the, you know, breakdown. all of that breakdown is not going to be as crazy clear today because, you know, I, as some of you may know, um, on the weekend, I actually couldn't work the broadcast. I was very, very sick. I actually didn't get out of bed for the entire weekend and I yeah. slept through most of the days because I was very, very sick with food poisoning. Um so, yeah, I, I watched the games. I had them on all day in the background and I, you know, paid attention the to the scores yeah, on the TV. And kind of every time I woke up out of my slumber, my sickness slumber, I was paying attention. Um, I actually ended up uh, going back and watching all of my um, analysts breakdowns and yeah. stuff. So that's cool. I'd watch the death segments because they do glad, a really, really great breakdown. Better, Thanks, babe. Yeah. Thank you. Me it, was too. A rough, uh, it was a rough weekend, huh? Yeah, it was a re- today's really the only day I'm feeling like, yeah. like I would say like ninety percent today. Yeah, ninety percent. But then we get a nice four hour sleep because yeah, we of, need uh, four hours sleep. We have uh, contractors working on the basement, 
and contractors can be a struggle. No offense to any of you contractors out there, but just randomly showing up. Don't hear from you for a couple days and randomly showing up at 8 o'clock in the morning. They were telling us that they would be here on a certain day, wouldn't show up the entire day at all. So that was really annoying because obviously we were at home and waiting. And then some days they'd show up at 8 in the morning without any kind of idea that they were... And I mean, that I'm not going to lie, it's really hard like doing that because... Yeah, it just, there's no plans. Like, you can't make any plans and stuff. And, it, and you know, it's for quite a long time, which is frustrating. Especially but with tell two you dogs. What, yeah, especially with two dogs as well. It's not just, like, a case of that. You have to, we have to be on it downstairs. Like, they get very loud and concerned when there's people yeah. at the door, especially early in the morning. So, yeah, but tell you what, though, it finished today. Yeah. Finished today. We get to paint, if, and we're close to getting down there. I'm curious, not to make you guys keep writing and tweeting or anything like that. But if you have any interesting stories with dealing with any kind of housework or contractors any or any stories, funny any story, stories. Yeah, it doesn't have to be serious or terrible or anything like that. But I know I um, said this to my stream yeah. and I was amazed at how oh, many people. Really? Oh, yeah. It's a, just a normal, just welcome the home, homeowner life. Wow. Just uh, every, every kind of. Yeah. That's why people say the best advice that I got from talking to people in my stream about it is when you find someone that's really good that you like and like respects you, respects your time or just like is e- easy going or whatever the case may be, yeah. keep their number. Yeah, definitely. Don't let them go. That's why, that's why everyone said. I'm not keeping this number. Yeah. No, that yeah. number's gone. They did good work though. They did do good work. It was just very frustrating, yeah. but it, at least they did some really, really good work. Um, However, off the subject of that, but I was very sick, so I apologize for the breakdown. It's not going to be as intense and I would just say more so detailed mm-hmm. than anything. It's just going to be more kind of generic and stuff that I've watched back and things already. Um, but I think that there's a lot to talk about here, actually, because we went into this week having a lot of new starting lineups. Six, actually. Six teams. Is that how many it was? Six, oh, yeah. Wow. Six made changes. Um, not quite as heavy as London. London made a change of two, which was cute. A, a few others, you know, made some big changes as well. But we have also had London making a, an SMG duo change, which is, yeah. it literally changed the whole balance of your team when you do that. It's completely fresh, I think, anyway. Um, but really, is there anything you want to start on, babes? I'm going to let you decide today. Which part of it do you want to start on? Um, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of feeling... <sighs> I don't know. I have a lot of things to say, <laughs> but at the same time, not a lot to say because I feel yeah. like stuff is kind of stuff kind of just went as expected, somewhat, for the most part for me. Mm. Um, other than Florida winning, which we'll talk about in a second, but Dallas picks up Vivid. Don't look good with Vivid. You know, yeah. not surprised. Uh, LA Thieves pick uh, go back to TJ Haley in place of Huke. They go three two to Surge. Wasn't I, I got to watch more of the games than you. Um, Obviously, like live, I mean. Yeah. And Surge were really close to winning game three, and then they would have won game four, and they would have won the series. So just not super impressive. But at the same time, I do want to give teams some slack because it's going to take some time. But I just feel like a lot of the changes, other than London, none of the changes really did a whole lot for me. Would you say yeah, the same? I, I would say the same. Um, Where do you want to start off? I think we'll start off with some of the three and O's. Okay. I think I'm seeing a lot of three and O's in my head. Yeah. And uh yeah, I think I think we'll start with those. So like let's talk about let's talk about some of the big dogs that we kind of expected to come out and maybe come out to play a bit more. Mm-hmm. So we've got Ultra and Dallas mm. to start with. Let's just talk about them because I think it's just it doesn't matter what order we do stuff in. Um I gotta say, first of all, Ultra for me have kind of I feel like ha- haven't been as obviously dominant as the last stage, but I still think that there's the spark there for them. I still think they're really good. Um, I just think that right now there's a lot of other teams that are trying to really prove themselves and yeah. push at this point. We, you also need to remember too, Ultra went 3-2, three, 3-2, two, three, two, I believe, last major with FaZe. I know the first series was 3-2. I think it was 3-2, three, 3-2, two, three, yeah. two, and FaZe won the whole thing. Yeah, no, so I even know. though they didn't have like the same spark, they're a really good team. Exactly. Like they can win exactly. next major without I obviously think, go to land. But I think that spark was dulled slightly coming into this stage because of the way that they went out in the major. I think mm-hmm. that they were kind of, you know, you, you have a clean record in your, in your stage. You come into the major, you're, you know, you're hoping to go back to back, right? Winning these majors. Yeah. 
And let's be honest, your stage is kind of reflecting the potential of doing that because of how clean that record is. And I think maybe they were just kind of disheartened by it, you know? I think they were like disheartened by it and yeah, I think it might have caught them off guard a bit. But, you know, it's week one, shake off mm-hmm. the jitters of coming back into a new stage and, and, and work through some of the, the problems. I guess another thing is if you're not making mistakes at this point, you have nothing to work on as a team. Mm-hmm. If you're going to make any mistakes or you're going to take people to game fives or you're going to lose against people or whatever it may be, you're not going to have a perfect series. At least it's stuff to work on. It's stuff to work on. Like You're not going to get overtaken at the last moment, which really kind of what happened to them in the major with FaZe. Yeah, well, when you think about FaZe, like last um, last stage, that was kind of like all the talk was all phase keeps dropping games and all this stuff and really what they were doing is fixing fixing themselves they up also, a little bit they were also extending their map they're extending pool. their map pool they're working on stuff they're fixing their gameplay and then major came and you know i don't think phase by any means dominated like you know it was they lost to um new york obviously 3-2 mm. they beat uh ultra 3-2 they almost got reverse swept which honestly ultra had a really good shot at winning that winner's bracket match if kleenex didn't I think it was Kleenex, um, had the weirdest streak. Yeah, he right? did. It was him. Yeah, it was him. So it's Out like... Moscow. Yeah. yeah. No, it was uh, Garrison, wasn't it? On streak? Yeah. Oh, I think they had another... Oh, they had another one, they maybe. they had another one on Moscow. Anyway, of you know, the, the stage now, I think, has gotten to the point of people not trying to jump out the gun, jump out the gates too quick and too on fire. It's more of a now heading into the end part of these seasons. I think it's a like a finishing polishing up of what they need to work on yeah you know um i think just real quickly as well just while it's in my head before i forget it it was really interesting seeing standoff come into play as well for s and d cool and it was also interesting to see that like phase and ultra both Mm. just couldn't handle it at all which was really interesting because in their matchups they lost that quite convincingly with the search yeah, I didn't know. On, I, yeah, yeah. S and D standoff. I gave it was her like, like a shock. Like I had no idea. When I spoke to RCTs about it, yeah. he he had said that you know they had been practicing it, they'd been frying, but mm. like it was completely different when they got in to a match. to yeah in yeah. match time. They said like the pacing and stuff was totally off for them. Like yeah, so, which is and I bet you'll see them keep picking it. Now, oh yeah, they will. Yeah, they're going to keep, keep working yeah. on it. Yeah, absolutely. Um. I think just to keep into the, you know, the first topic we spoke about, uh, it's hard to not veer off when you're talking about teams because you're talking about specific teams with their experiences with other teams too. So it's hard to not like actually have a verdict on one team without kind of veering (laughs) off, you know what I mean? And to talk about others because it all plays a part. They get it. They understand. I know. Um, So Dallas, um, that's it. I think that's honestly right now one of the biggest talking Mm -hmm. points that we have in the league is our... Last season's champions who made potentially the most controversial change we've had this year, uh, dropping Hook and not just dropping him, but actually letting him go to LA Thieves where now he has been benched, but they brought on Vivid. Mm -hmm. Now Vivid, uh, I mean, previously being dropped from, was it LAG? Yeah. LAG, right. Benched by LAG. Then he moved over to Dallas and now Dallas starting lineup. I gotta say, like I mean, no disrespect when I talk about, you know, I I also, I also do feel bad when I talk about players sometimes, especially in, in a negative way. But I've just got to say that I was very underwhelmed mm-hmm. by the team, and not not by Vivid in particular, mm. just about how the team looked overall. Again, they, they've lost their um, mojo. they've lost their mojo. They've lost yeah. their consistency. You know, this is a team that really never lost to underdogs. And really never, in my opinion, would get beat by underdogs before. And they'd only lose to top teams. They're one of the most consistent placing teams in CDL's history, obviously being now like a year and a half. Um, With them replacing Huke, you're kind of seeing that go away of, you know, your permanent top three to you get a hard bracket in the major and your top six. And then you go into this stage and you pick up Vivid. And you go three two with London, which is kind of like not great, but okay. Like shake off the rust. I think Crim Six made a joke like, "Oh, we didn't play all last season," like sarcastically, obviously. Um, or not last uh, stage. He was like, "We t- we took last stage off." <laughs> yeah. Um. But so they went three two, and then they play Ultra, and that's those are the big those are the big matchups because yeah. that's why you replaced you is because you didn't feel like you could beat 
phase or ultra i guess I at just that feel point like they looked so much better with who like yeah, they just they did. did i think um we, we you know obviously again diving off into a different subject but huke is an insanely talented player that i think i don't want to speculate like we talked about last week but um there's some kind of individual thing going on without question still waiting for that youtube video to come out because um la thieves made more comments about it and basically said like he's too individual of a player and he didn't fit our style and like dallas said something really kind of similar of like the whole mini map thing to that all of last season i know that's what doesn't make sense is like he's a world championship player he's been amazing every year he's competed like why is he now all of a sudden just not i wonder if is he just not taking instruction on yeah the map that's or? what i don't know i don't know yeah i have a hard time with it i don't know that's why we need i mean we- i know from your perspective for example let's just speculate or just hypothetically talk mm-hmm. about it let's say it is that and he's very individual on the map and he's not really listening mm-hmm. to very much in terms of like strats and stuff and the strat calling as somebody on that team like like let's say as the igl let's say yeah. you brought your role onto cod right well how would you feel about that as, as that person like if you, one of your teammates was doing that how would you feel it would tilt me it would piss me off but at the same time part of being a leader in game or you know management or anything like that is learning how to work with people and learning how to talk to people different people are managed different ways like royal two and i you know we've been teaming 10 years i can scream at royal two and tell him he's an idiot and he made the wrong play or whatever uh, actually, sorry, let me let me rephrase that. With lethal, I could say that. I could be like, Tej, you got to do this and whatever. Whereas like with Royal 2, I've always taken more of the approach of like less hostile and more like, yo, right. like, don't you think we should do this instead of this? And like, it kind of always clicks. Is like, that, why is that? Just, it's a personality thing. And I don't know if that's like maybe Hugh because, you know, he's getting older. You know, he's getting older. He's becoming his own, his own man, right? Um, maybe he just, Maybe that's what it is, you know, not taking individual um, criticism, great or something. Yeah, it's that's never been his mo though, which is really interesting. But as a IGL or you know a leader of a team, yeah, it would annoy you. But at the same time, we've talked about this. I don't. I wouldn't have replaced him because he's too good of a talent. To, if you can replace him for someone of equal skill, it's like okay, you're gonna get better. But when you're picking up people, I, I'm no offense to them. I got nothing yeah. against the guy, fellow, vivid um tj haley venom i got nothing against them but you're not better than huke like sorry like that's it's and it's, unless you start winning that's the only way i'm gonna probably say otherwise yeah i think he um he he's like an x factor isn't he even on la thieves on yeah. two two weeks he was literally doing stuff that you're like jesus christ but yeah i'm not saying that about the other guys yeah I agree. Well, I'm, you know what, I'm, I'm, I am underwhelmed by Dallas currently. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm hoping the best of them. I don't want them to lose. I want them, I want, I want them the best to turn around. Me too. I like Shotzi a lot. I'm always been friends too. with Krim. I think they're, you know, they're all, they're all extremely talented. All of them. It's just in these, there needs to be some, some kind of like happy unison. There's no balance there currently. There's no like, I just don't see a spark when yeah. they play. I don't see like fire. Illy, you know what I mean? Illy the way that I saw last time. hasn't been the same player at all. No. Which is, I think, a big. Pro- I'll be honest. I think that's. I think that's been their problem. Yeah. I think that. I mean, he, well, actually, Illy was going off actually in the AR role. Um, this this week. Yeah, this yeah. Week, the first match that they played, mm-hmm. uh, he was actually incredible. with fellow specifically, like as the SMG. I'm not surprised he's doing good again with the AR. But yeah, yeah. you know, they tried doing that swap. Well, Vivid's down the SMG. Yeah. Sorry. No, I know. Yeah, but yeah. so I'm not surprised. Back as an AR, he's doing good. Oh no, exactly. But, well, he needed to be back yeah, as an AR that's what I mean. very badly. But at the time when he did swap, he wasn't doing particularly well as an AR. Mm-hmm. It just it's just like I think it's more suited to him it's what he knows it's what he you know won a championship on like that's who he is maybe he's that he's an ar player maybe um you know you said he was frying you know what they are maybe maybe it'll start to click he was like i I would say honestly borderline carrying yeah well maybe if that's the case then maybe it'll start to click for them when he clicks like it's like early goes off and that's the fire i'm looking for from him but it it just i don't know at times it just like just goes out in terms of the whole team not just him um, but moving on just really quickly going to breeze over Atlanta face because they're doing really well mm-hmm. I think they're in the right direction as per usual I think they're doing great in terms of expanding their map pool I mean even just looking at their map pool against Optic Chicago mm-hmm. every single map was different, different yeah. they are prepared for everything or yeah. they try to be or at least 
they may not be prepared for everything at this point. They this will is what be. they do so well. Yeah. That they, they force themselves to play it competitively. They push themselves. And I think that's what they've learned the, losing the second the, major. It's the benefit of being one of the best teams, period, is your best, your worst is still better than some people's best or good or whatever. Yes. And you, you're just getting those reps in, those reps. And all they of a sudden... They are 100 CDL points above second place. Yeah, practice. But like so like so like there is a hundred point gap. It's yeah, huge. That's crazy. Um, but on the other side of this phase, because I don't want to spend too much time talking about them, mm. we have optic. Oh, now gee. this is something that I want to talk about because the, I feel like it's been at the forefront of our conversation on the podcast yeah. a lot. Um I'm pleasantly surprised, especially after the first series that they had. Um so looking back on the week, Optic faced Rocker at the beginning and I was really impressed with what I saw. I felt like I saw like a lights out optic once again. Like, let's be perfectly honest here. Minnesota are not an easy team. They're not. They're not fantastic right now. But I would say, like, they're not easy to perform against. They're not. Like, yeah. no matter what it's saying, they're not They're not being big dogs. But I'm telling you right now, it's not like, it's It's really not easy to beat them. Yeah, no, I think they're they're a tough opponent for sure. But they're just not in that top caliber no, anymore they're not they're you know, not which but is why yeah if optic didn't beat them i'd be really concerned yeah I, I definitely so. agree um but I'm, I'm i'm happy and like they i had a good feel series. like it's promising yeah in they terms had a good of like series. the way it turned Hard point out was close you know six two s and yeah. d sorry um is that on standoff that was on standoff that right? was on standoff now yeah. something that i absolutely loved because i actually work these days mm-hmm. Something I loved about this S&D game was Envoy. Mm-hmm. And I actually tweeted about him twice. Yeah. And it's not often I tweet about a player twice. Yeah. You know that something's happening yeah. special in Pop, that series with a player. Yeah. He was the most perfect rap player in S&D. And I think, honestly, that's what he does best. That's what he's known yeah, for. Yeah, 100%. He's known for being that rap player, that flanker in S&D. That's what he does really well. And he did the most perfect, perfect strat and the most perfect flank to literally get them way ahead of the game and ministers didn't know what to do with it like they just didn't know where they were coming from so i was really impressed because i feel like it was pre-planned some of the stuff that he was doing with the Mm -hmm. team and like they'd really taken into consideration this brand new search map and were like okay this is potentially where we could be super great right now is if we can get standoff coming in because a lot of people might be playing it if they can get some really really good strats down unreadable stuff then they're ahead of the game. And I felt like that's exactly what happened. Would you say uh, on SND in particular, he's like, they're like X factor. I feel like he is. Yeah, he, definitely. Cause like when he has his routes working, you know, he's hitting flanks and getting route three pieces. Paid. Yeah. Route man gets paid. He's hitting flanks and getting three pieces and two pieces and envoy, envoys behind him again. You know? Yeah. Game changers. Yeah. I mean, the, the, yeah, <laughs> there was this one moment that was so amazing. It's actually where I tweeted. Um, so um standy's actually in the in the shop and envoy literally crouches under a wall right past him and it was the most perfect he couldn't see him at all not one bit and it was perfect that was the route he was taking hops up through the window down onto the roof and and literally kills priester from behind and it was it was perfect it was literally perfect they had no idea backs literally backs to him it was perfect it was perfection um you know, another thing I want to talk about with Optic as well is like their respawns because like that was something that they actually had to keep working on mm-hmm. as well. Like I feel like for the them it was more flipped. like a yeah, it was more like a balance. It yeah. was like when when S and D was pretty good, their respawns were struggling. Mm-hmm. When their their respawns were great, their S and D was struggling. You know, like it's for them, it's finding that balance of being able to, you know, control both of them to a point where you can win series against the likes of Ultra, against the likes of Phase. Speaking of when they got to Phase. Damn, they weren't ready. Yeah. You know, weren't ready for that. Yeah. That smoke. It's tough when you're going against the best. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't know. What did you um, make of it? Right now, they just can't hang with them. And I don't necessarily think that, like, heading into the major, I don't necessarily think it's, oh, it's guaranteed FaZe is going to win and whatever. Um, FaZe are just top tier. FaZe are just top tier. And Optic has yet to... I am really, really happy with where OG's at because I think that they are solidified, uh, give or take, like top four, give or take, you know, coming into the major and having that losers run that they did and making it to the top four. And they lost, you know, round 11 to Ultra. But 
I don't, you know, if they make it past ultra, I don't think they're beating phase, which is yeah. for me, for one, for someone who wants to see them win, that's the concerning thing is like, they're really good and they can be really good, but when are they going to kick it into the gear of like, we're the best again, you know, we're the best, yeah. we can win this. And you could say last stage that they kind of had it, but I don't know. It just felt like a, it was a crazy run, but I just don't think that they, I don't think they were going to beat New York or FaZe, you know? Yeah. Um, Which is why like, it would have been cool if they beat Ultra, but I almost feel like maybe it was a good thing that they didn't because yeah. I think if they would have beat Ultra and then got like beat down by FaZe, which could have happened. I think it would have just been demoralizing. Them losing a stage match, I'm not super worried about, you know? Yeah, like losing especially a match at this to point. Especially at this point. I mean, early on. If you also like think about their their match, okay? Mm-hmm. It must have been pretty difficult coming up against FaZe because like for example, in your last series, you weren't touched on control. You yeah. won 3 and 0. Yeah. You know, on raid. You come up against Atlanta FaZe knowing that the third game that you're playing, which is a definite spin in any series because you can win the first two, but you still got to, you got to win that, win that control. Otherwise yeah. you are in trouble to having a reverse sweep potentially mm-hmm. as well. But regardless of that, like it must've been so hard in terms of just like thinking about what to do. Atlanta FaZe are number one controlled team in the league. They are unbelievable yeah. on control and they win three and oh most days. They're 23 and seven wow. on control. Wow. That is ridiculous. Yeah. That is that for an entire season. I feel like you probably say that, but like all their stats. You know what I, I mean? mean? You not, actu- not actually, but you know, you get my point. Like well, they're, they're number just... one for S&D. Yeah. They're number two for hard point. <laughs> yeah. They are, and game records, you know? they're number one. Yeah. So they are incredible, but you just... No, like, yeah, that game I three. I think in, speci- in specific, like in, especially in terms of the ratios and stuff, um... Yeah, the the control is just unbelievable. Well, there's only the one. Ratio. There's only one control, which is why that win win loss is impressive. Yeah, and it's also, there's only one. It's also their highest win percentage. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's even more so impressive than everything else. Yeah. All the other accolades yeah. they have this season. Um, but I think for Optic, it is like a roadblock. You come up against this team now, where it's like this is this is a true test yeah like are you ready enough i mean it's week one of, here, of stage four and here's the scary part yeah they're not getting worse on land <laughs> you <laughs> you know, no they're like, not because like that's kind of been like the argument for people like you know you, you can make the argument you know optic um take ultra around 11 optic got a good chance winning at a land event they got a good chance at winning that series you know like on a, at a land yeah. I'll, I'll give it to them i'm not the, the biggest advocate of land online oh, and all oh, that yeah, stuff yeah. yeah but like at an event something that close yeah that can go either way 100 percent. and you know um ultra not tested not yeah. a tested team at a land event that phase team people forget they were they were pretty good on land <laughs> last year yeah before the pandemic and everything um i mean you know, I, I, so that's you have a big roadblock in front of you being phase, and it's scary because they're not going to get worse. No, no. That, so if your games, if your game, if your if your game's not well, a point, they might. you never know. But you never yeah. know. But you know, doesn't it doesn't, seem, it doesn't like seem like they consist- I mean, you can't. The stats the last whole year, the last year, around this time, they were starting to, especially with it switching to online play, they were going on that trajectory down. You know, like other team. Oh, last year is like every team went in. You know, every, yeah. like it was just it was Florida's went in, Toronto's went in. There's just so many teams went in events last year. I think New York won one. Optic went or um, Huntsman win, Phase win, Dallas wins. You know, crazy. But this year, it's just not looking. It's just not looking that way. Yeah, you know the the one thing that I would say about Optic, just to round off mm. them. Um, is first of all, I really do hope that they do win a major. Yeah, I think Be I think so cool. they have probably dreamed of that. I think that's what yeah. they're working towards. Second of all, I would say I think it is admirable that they have kept with their roster. I yeah. think that shows a lot, and actually, I think that in turn will come back to work in their favor. You think at so? At some point, I do. I think. I hope so. I think so. I think because. They all they're doing is gaining inside knowledge of each other and like what each other need to do. And they're growing as a team. They're growing as individual players. Like all like what they're going to do is just continue to adapt to one another. And like 
if at this moment in time they are in a headspace with each other where it's still working functionally as a team, then they're in a good place because they're just going to continue to improve. If if all four of them can see eye to eye and know what they have to do individually to make it work as a unit, then that's only just going to keep getting stronger. So I would I just want to say that's admirable from them. Yeah. Especially because you see the other teams that haven't made changes like FaZe, for example, mm. who winning. just winning. Yeah. So it's, it's a very different story. Um, and then the last thing I'd say is I was actually very impressed with Formal's interview and yeah. the way that he spoke about FaZe. Because I asked him about, you know, mm. facing FaZe, you know, it'd be great if he could they win a, that. They got a good rivalry going on. The group now. would be great. They do have a good rivalry. But I would say that he said like they, he, you know, he respects them. They're incredible yeah. players. Like we're going to try our best. And I just, I don't know. I felt like the formal i felt like a, a new level of maturity from formal mm-hmm. when i heard that and and it made me think in my head like oh it's it's game time for these guys now yeah like they may not win this series and they probably are aware of that which is probably why he gave me such a mature like kind of relaxed answer about it but like they they are like we are trying to get this done this yeah. season like well, I, I think, we're gonna uh, go as far as we can i think formal's in a I don't want to say captain role now, but he obviously, I mean, Matt's been competing for a ridiculously long time. Um, Accolades speak for themselves. He's teaming with two guys who are kind of, kind of new, kind of new and um, don't have those accolades and don't, don't have, doesn't have that experience yet. So, um, you know, I think he, he probably has to, has to be. Yeah, I I think so as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's been it's been exciting. Um, now, last I think last thing, last couple of things. I think we'll just breeze through because yeah. we're we're spending too long again on card. But um, New York Subliners mm-hmm. looking great. Really excited about them. Their their respawns look really really good still. Um, I like you know I think their S and D needs a bit of work. Mm. Um, but to be fair. LAG does have an incredible S and D record. They're yeah. third in the league. Yeah. So, and they did actually manage to take down Phase on like their favorable map mm-hmm. last, God, last stage. I'm pretty they sure it was two S and Ds, right? Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was crazy. So, yeah, yeah uh, I feel like NYSL, same old, same old. Heart, yeah, respawns looking great. Search can use a little work, but they showed in the major they they've been they've been working at it, exactly. and that's why they they were in the finals. Exactly. So I'm excited to see more of them. Now London, Afro mm-hmm. and Alex coming on the two, the, you know, the new two new guys, uh, the sub duo. Well, I suppose new, but Alex obviously coming back into the league once again. An extremely, extremely talented SMG player. We saw what he could do for Minnesota Rocker yeah. back last season uh, when he was on LAN. He was ridiculous as well. Um, yeah, just just absolute force to be reckoned with. Afro a little bit more of an unknown mm-hmm. entity coming in, um, but you know what? They work really well with each other. The aggression was there from the duo. Uh, Alex is a lot more clinical and kind of like pristine with his play, and I think it worked really well with like a little bit more of a dirty player like Afro, which is kind of what I wanted him to be. Um, so I was impressed with that. London have a long ways to go. They have literally just changed up half of their roster. Stuff needs to be cleaned up. It is just the normal. But yeah, they've had a um, yeah they've had a rough break this year i feel like um alex is a starter like -hmm, straight up he's mm -hmm. a starter i said that for the second he you know i think he had a family emergency or something and you know he had to take i think that's what it was he had to take some time away yeah um he's a starter he belongs he belongs in the league and it's good to see him back and i think he'll continue to do amazing things yeah i i totally agree with that um and then I think a couple of other things, classic coming in for Decimate for Surge. I think that's, you know, that that's a big one for Surge. I felt like we were so close to seeing a control game go in their favor. <laughs> it just didn't happen. Um, but, you know, I think with a little bit of time, I think the change will serve them well. It just, it just yeah, it's just going to take a little bit of time to see these really come into into their own confidence because when you make a team change you have to adapt no matter what like you can either honeymoon or you're like okay we're not honeymooning but this can work but we just need to adapt and to really kind of figure out what we do as a team what our strengths are what you can do for us what we can do for you vice versa Mm -hmm. um last thing to talk about la thieves bringing back tj yeah what did you make of it uh you know i want to give them a little bit more time wasn't uh, you know we kind of talked about it a little bit so there's no need to focus on it but mm-hmm. not massively impressed you know three two really could have gone surge's way yeah um just close yeah, control game just cl- you know just I, I don't know i want to give them more time you know uh i think people i, I don't know just gotta wait 
Yeah. Gotta wait. There's nothing else yeah. to say. Just get, I mean, don't you feel, do you feel the same? Yeah. Like, just gotta I, wait and that's see. That's what I've said for most of these changes. Yeah. You just have to wait at the yeah. moment. You just have to wait. Um, and I tell you what, because six teams have made changes, we do have to wait because actually yeah. we're not going to see true, true forms yet, especially when they're going against yeah. each other. When we're getting people who shout have made changes Florida. going against each other. Not making a change. Big shout out to Florida. Going 2 yeah, we haven't even talked about Florida. Yeah, oh my but, god! You know, Florida. Yeah, Florida okay. actually Got unbelievable stuff. I would say though the um, the potential reverse sweep uh, was quite terrifying. <laughs> yeah, uh, to say the least yeah. with Ultra. Um, and at one game point I was, was like, looking, "This is game this five is, yeah, was, was looking scary it too. was looking chalked, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Three and O down yeah. in the S and D game I five. Closed, I, closed, I closed out. I stopped watching. Oh, straight up, I stopped watching. I was. I, uh, was I'm not joking. I was preparing for an interview with two O. I was like, oh. With insight Florida, or Florida's, about to, Florida's about to do this. And yeah. then he goes, game five, Toronto's up. And I'm like, well. I was like, well. That sucks. Caesar, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Interview time with guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of crazy. Good for them, though. Very good for them. Anyway, yeah, it was it was very interesting to watch that happen. And you know what? Good on them for doing it to Ultra because Ultra are a really fierce team at the moment. They're mm. really good. Solid. They're very just, solid. Just consistent. You had to play very good COD. To be able to do that. Exactly. Very good card. Especially to be able to pull yourself out of an S&D yeah. loss. Like, well, loss, like down three. Yeah. Like That's that. a big That's win a big, for them. Very like big. a big, like confidence boosting, you know. Very big. Um, well, I'll tell you what, that was, it was a really fun week for the two days I was part of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a really miserable back, back end of the no- week. Back to normal. Back to normal, it's all good. folks. Back to normal. It happens. Tell you what, it sucks to be sick. I'm just going to yeah. say it. Um, but you'd, you'd rather be doing the matches than be I sick would. any day. I, I was I know, so, you, I well, actually, it's funny. The second day I was working, I actually mm. had it then. Yeah. Um, I felt horrific. Like I literally had to like, this is TMI, so I'm just going to say it very like kind of more like not really into yeah. detail, but I had to leave the room a few times. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Yeah. You know, between segments, I, I felt awful, yeah. uh, but we're back on the mend. So we are going to talk about next, but Halo. Yeah. yeah. You're hearing right, folks, but Halo is <laughs> coming in. Um, we, we get very excited when we get to talk about yeah. Halo because obviously... Right now, we do talk a lot about COD because that's something that's happening. We've got a full-blown season going on that I'm a part of. And this, obviously, this podcast is about us and our life and what we're doing. And, you know, PJ is a big part of that with me. We talk about COD every single morning because it's it just fills the household, doesn't it? And obviously, Halo coming into the mix with Infinite coming out, it will be literally 50-50. Yeah. So we'll have a lot more to talk about there. But you actually took part in the MV2v2 tournament. Mm-hmm. I was damn well proud of you oh, in that you. I caught a lot of, you know, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I was I couldn't say, I, honestly, I was just blown away by oh, your playing. I really you. was. Like, you were amazing. <laughs> um, what was it like playing 2v2? Because obviously it's very different from what you yeah. normally do. And you can let loose have a bit of fun more. So what was it like? Yeah, it's just, it was a lot more chill. Um, you know, we're so it was Frosty and I playing in a, it was a four-team invitational. We don't play, Frosty and I don't play twos. I, I mean, I think the last 2v2 I played was in like 2019. Versus, Did you practice at all? No, no one would practice <laughs> against us. We couldn't get them. We tried to get matches. No one would play. I don't think it's like, wow. I don't think it's someone like purposely not playing against us. It's like they do, um, they do a lot of like money matches and stuff. And okay. obviously like we're not going to bet because we don't play, you know? So I think it was more of like, okay, well like, you know, they're not going to bet. So nah yeah know? yeah it's not it's not like it's a, anyone's fault or anything but we tried to practice we couldn't um yeah we did good though you know we got third um had a really close series with every team the team we beat you know boo boo and septify we three of them it wasn't super close but the other two that we lost were really close matches i was happy with how i played it was chill you were great i think i think brad and i just had a really good mentality going into it of like yeah you know it's all good well you, you know play, you play with each other for such a long time now so many years like it's it's there's not that pressure of like no you know you know and and the way that i could see you guys working obviously you could see that the two of you were a little bit rusty when it came to people like saying and trippy mm-hmm. and people who play trivia 2 all the time because it is a different it's a, completely, it's a, it's a different completely cut of fish there. different but what you could see, so which is why you guys were keeping it <laughs> yeah. in the, like you were keeping yourselves in the yeah. game obviously share all talent as one but second of all you guys know each other in and yeah. out. So the communication is super there. Like, you know what oh, you're going to do. You guys know what you're going to yeah, do. Yeah, communication is on point. So many times, like, I felt like there was times where you would overtake the lead or you guys would make a break for it in terms of, like, breaking away with the points mm-hmm. when you'd catch them in a trap. Like, yeah. it was perfect. Like, you'd get, you'd, get one, you'd get one guy super weak. You'd start going on the other guy. Frosty would clean up that one but or vice versa. 
it was beautiful like the movement was great it's a lot of like splitting yeah it is a lot of a lot of baiting splitting damaging which is why when you don't playing your life but then someone coming in full exactly yeah which is why when you don't have practice it's really difficult um yeah it was just fun just good time you know um happy with how i'm playing really my focus is infinite and how i'm playing heading into infinite you know so i just feel i feel like my game's in a really good spot communication's in a good spot headspace good um so yeah it's just fun just fun good communication it's always fun playing with frosty so i mean of course it is he's a he's like a you know classic clip man yeah i call him (laughs) you know bay is fun like the two of you just get to let loose and have a bit of fun with it and it's nothing crazy serious but just you know something to do and and um i I gotta say i was very impressed i I mean i am every time i watch you play i'm always just like wow (laughs) wow i think i feel i don't know about everybody else and i can say this but i feel like he's one of the most underrated like freaking incredible players like ever ever you're very biased but i appreciate it i'm really not biased though but like i in some way to think that but i'm really not i don't know because like you the reason why i say you're biased is because you you say like underrated and i get what you mean because like i don't get the most i just don't think people see what actually it happens on your screen or i don't i also don't think people see what you can do yeah because I don't think you even get to show what you can no, do. No, I mean, obviously I don't. But, like, but there are there are moments the game, in, like, know? really important matches that I've seen from you across Halo yeah. 5, across even just some of the, the Halo 5 tournaments here and the build-up to Infinite and the wait, mm-hmm. where, like, moments will happen and you will, like, take charge of, like, small, tiny little moments in a game that will change the whole game around. And it's, like, incredible to watch. Like, you just do it with ease yeah and it's just like oh my, but you know what to do like you're so smart as well as like talented it's it's it's, it's incredible thank you i appreciate it's it it's just easy combination. thank you i appreciate it it's thank just God it's I'm easy on this side it's, e- <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's really easy with our team you know just easy yeah. with our team it feels just natural and i guess that's me i don't know you're so humble uh you're so humble i i think you're the goat man i know you don't like that <laughs> phrase I'm, I'm just saying you are you know how um, i feel about that i word. know i do i know you do um do, so something else that's really really exciting coming up as well 4v4 is yeah. coming back you're so you're going back to more of what you used to yeah. 4v4 halo 5 we've got the send-off with the sentinels tournament mm-hmm. um first of all shout out to sentinels shout winning. out to Sen, baby valorant oh masters. yeah masters yeah. two without dropping a map incredible thing i want to say about that for me i'll mm-hmm. let you comment on it as well is uh sentinels picked up the right team for halo because <laughs> i'm just gonna say it's just a bunch of winners on that org that's so. what they i think that's like kind of what they what they're going for over there you know they're they're awesome man. I, you know what's so cool with sen and i felt this way about with being with optic before is like it's just cool being able to want the org to succeed and want the players that are on it to succeed and you know just because they treat us so well and I know I now I know a lot of them not necessarily like the Valorant guys I don't know the Valorant guys per se but if you're on send like you're you're a really cool person and like they like you, you work hard and you're you know they just they have such a like such a work ethic to them with all the graphics that they put out and content and all their teams work so hard you know so that's what when I say cool person, I just mean like you're you're working hard at what you do. So I just respect um, everyone's in the org, and it's really cool getting to root for them. And yeah, went out and won first uh, international event. Didn't drop a map. Sent up full send. Full send. I love that so much. Full yeah, that's send. Cool, right? You told me that last uh, episode is so freaking cool. I gotta say though. I feel like Sen really look after you guys a yeah. lot. I feel like they they're oh, really good at I, like looking after you. I feel like as an org. I think there's a lot of downfalls to an org and there's a lot of like like pros and cons you know what i mean well, it's but a business it is a business yeah. after all so it, it can be sometimes hard mm-hmm. um but i do feel like they do an incredible job of looking after you guys oh, i mean like easiest thing you could say is you know with the infinite delay the way that they handled it you know we um were working on our new contracts with for infinite sorry and i mean the delay hits and it's so easy and, you know, I know it actually happened to some people for orgs to go back on their deal and, you know, reevaluate and, I mean, you know, look at the scene differently. And rightfully so, because I, I get it. I'm not, I'm not hard, like no harsh feelings to anyone who did feel that way. But, you know, we had a conversation with them and they were just like, we love you guys. It's not your fault. You know, let's just keep let's just keep going forward yeah. with this. And, you know, that's amazing. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the love, the love we you. yeah, the love we get for from them you know, from they have believed in us since 2020 
and re- realistically, they're not going to get to watch us play a major event until 2022. Yeah. And it's like how hard we want to work because of just even more because of that. It shows you how powerful like it can be, you know, like an org believing in you. And I think that I think that's what that's what I mean. It goes to that, like everyone on the yeah. team, like, you know, across the board, the the content creators, the um players on all the other teams the graphic designers like everyone it's like i said before not sound like a broken record but it's like you just want to work even harder because you're surrounded by a group that just is crushing it and and want you and want you to do well yeah absolutely um for you yeah not for them for you they're great i I really really like them i think it's you know i think it's amazing that for infinite there's an influx of brand new orgs Mm -hmm. like old orgs coming back brand new orgs coming in Um, some big big names also coming in for infinite and I, I think it's awesome that sentinels are one of those and I also think for you guys as a double world championship team who let's be honest it's not just those that you've got under your belt you've got tons and tons and tons of event wins oh, yeah. across the board of so many different so many different halos um <laughs> yeah we've been playing a couple of halos yeah, though. yeah yeah you've been playing a while um you know, it, it's really cool for you guys to also choose Sentinels who, let's be honest, were a little bit of a, more of an unknown yeah. kind of org coming into things, especially before Valorant and before some of like the other things mm-hmm. that they ventured in. And I just think it's cool that you've chosen them and that it, this has been a relationship that you're forming now. And it's and it's cool because you've got to start somewhere. Like You know, you guys are like the best team. Yeah. I have been the best team for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And like people who want to disagree with me, go ahead, but I'm sorry, it's facts. It, like it is facts. Well, I mean like, you know, there, there are winning teams, but like, you know, I just think to what you're saying, it's just our consistency over time. You can't really yeah. argue. I just feel like a lot of people might've thought that you guys would choose like cloud nine or some of the teams, you know, some of the orgs yeah. that have kind of really already made a household mm-hmm. name for themselves. I just think it's really cool, really original that you guys are going on this journey with Sentinels. Can I tell you, I'll tell you something and obviously tell everyone, you know, it was the biggest reason why we went with Sen mm-hmm. is because when we messaged them, they just instantly responded back. And like, cause a lot of times what happens with this stuff with messaging orgs and everything is like, you know, we put out that this is like back in 2019 now, right? Yeah. Of like, okay, we're going to look for an org. Or maybe it's like early 2020. Okay, we're going to look for an org. And you hear from some people and they, 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 well, they want, sometimes come the, to you, well, but then no, you like, don't hear so from you them. Hear, no, so like you hear from them and they, they want to sign you and talk to you yeah. and everything. But then it's just this, oh my God, delayed milk process that you've seen where it's like, yeah. you know, you want us to sign with you, but you like don't get back to me for like two weeks. And then you like act like all is good you know with sen it was like i message you you reply and i was like whoa like like i'm <laughs> yeah. not joking that's how that's how it, yeah. it was my, my boy charlie shout out charlie yeah i don't know if he'll listen to this but literally <laughs> like he him like you know sean you know sean yes. now yeah. recommended us to them and when him being as amazing as he was with contacting me and our team i felt so respected and i was like that's personable. This is, yeah, I was like, this is sick. I'm yeah. like, you know, like, well, this is what you want. Yeah. This is what you look for. Um, and our no, team, especially, great. we're just, I find, you know, our team now, yeah. obviously. We're really, I feel like we're a really professional team. And it's like, hey, if I message you about something, I need, like, I need, I need it. I need it. I need an answer. I need it taken care of. And then let's, because I got, I got to focus on this. I can't be worrying about that. You got to, you know. Yeah, you want to focus on what yeah. your job is. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why, you know, they do that. And that's, shout out to them. I love that. Shout out Sentinels. Send Can't up, say it send. enough. Full Sen. Full Sen. Shout out Charlie. Shout out Charlie. <laughs> shout out Sean. Shout out Sen. Shout out the Orgona. What's the Orgona's name? I can't remember. Rob. Rob. Yeah. Shout out Rob. Rob. There's a lot. There's a whole group. There's a, the whole, a, a, a whole a, shebang. A, everyone. Yeah. Just amazing. Brandon. Well, Brandon. Kez. Speaking about uh, there's something like the added topic at the end. You know, we always have like the mm-hmm. kind of one-on-one conversation about something. Um, we, You know, I was thinking of having a conversation about retirement because yeah. we've talked about, you know, jobs before on here. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about um, what it's like being with a player as a player and like kind of the, you know, your kind of your story and your origins and stuff. Um but I think something that is not really talked about that much, I would say, is retirement. Mm-hmm. And like, I would say, you know, it's something that you don't really have a choice about in esports as a pro player. Like, some most it, people because it, it, it's physical yeah. a lot of the time. Like, for example, you don't have a choice. You can't play forever. Like, you can't play. I don't feel like you can play. Just, really, just wait. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, you can't really play 
for as long as somebody who's doing something else like you know a, you know a realtor or a desk job yeah. or something that doesn't require like a, a physical it's the, it's the talent unknown. talent talent like yeah. physical with their hands or something that's actually like do you know what i'm saying yeah um because obviously it's a talent doing whatever you do with your job but i think with this it's more like a physical thing like it's like a, you know an athlete or something would do as well I feel like you don't have a choice of when your body just suddenly your coordination goes, your hands don't work anymore. Well, it's kind of the You're same as fast. an athlete, somewhat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not the same as a desk job oh, or no, 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 a, yeah, you know, an entrepreneur sorry. or a businessman. You. you can do that no, for as long yeah. as you want. You decide when you retire for stuff like that because your brain's still ticking. But for you guys, for pro players, it's different because it's a physical thing. It's when your body stops doing what it does best is, is when it happens. So my first question to you is... Are you nervous about about not having your say in when you retire? Like, are you nervous that like you could potentially have to retire at any point, just depending on like a physical a physical thing that your body just um, won't won't work anymore? Nah, you know, I'd say no. I just think it's one of those things you come to terms with it. Overall, you know, we've kind of had this conversation before. Of I definitely want to do stuff to like set myself up. But I think uh, the reality of it is when you're competing, especially, you know, you just have goals that you want to reach. And I feel like I've reached a lot of those goals and now I have new goals. But if I ever had to step away from gaming, the proudest thing for me is like, I'm not looking back on the, the past, I mean, Jesus, you know, 20 years, <laughs> yeah. of my, 20 years of my life and regretting it. You know, if even if it was like, oh, hurt my hand, can't play anymore. I can move on from it and be really, really happy. You know, yeah. there's a, there's a there is a nerve wracking side somewhat of like, you just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, you could play a new game and not be good at the game and then you're scrambling for teams and all that stuff. But, um, I don't know. I think worrying about it is somewhat silly because what can you do other than take care of yourself and make sure you're ready to play? What what are you going to do? That's why I take it as serious as I do Yeah. because it's my job. You know, so based on people, you know, and obviously like the way that you've gone through your career in Halo and you've seen a lot of, I would say some of the greats in Halo when you were like a kid mm -hmm. go through that process of retiring. Mm -hmm. um, you've also kind of seen like Clay talk a little bit about like age and like, you know, what he does to yeah. try and combat like or preventative stuff for what he needs uh, as he's getting older. Um, cause he, I don't think he, he's not 30 yet, is he? But he's approaching 30s, right? 29. 30. Yeah, so and Ola's turning twenty nine. What? Believe. What? Are, like, I don't know if you've ever spoken to anybody who has retired in Halo, or whatever, mm -hmm. about any of this. I don't know if that's a conversation you ever have, but like, what are some of the signs? Would you say that start showing? Like, oh, I might not have this anymore. I mean, I think the two most common is uh, hand pain, you know, typically, right. and you just lose your you just lose kind of like your drive like, like your, your will touch. to compete your touch yeah like what makes you you and when you've been doing it for a long time that's why you know we had a conversation i think it was the last time we did a an audio podcast yeah um it was. where i talked about like you know the setting the small goals being and being competitive and the small goals that you set for yourself but you know uh retirement is usually you know hand it's three things either you're not good anymore because what's the reasoning of that is it just you you don't love the game anymore or is it you're just starting to fall off or what's the case right some of that could be hand pain interest or some people just happens you know i don't think there's an necessarily an answer the most tr the tragic one is obviously hand pain you know people starting to have issues with their hands and just slowly takes a toll but yeah yeah i would say so my last question about this is going to be what is your ideal path after pro would you say when you have to retire what's your ideal thing do you know yet do you think, even know yet no i don't think i do uh I have is it a, businesses is it your own business yeah is it something i think to do with these sports? yeah like, I, I think like the interesting part with me is like i just have so many things that i want to do you know I, i'd love to be a streamer and content creator and and form different you know form different businesses through that and then there's a side of me that's like well i want to i, I want to go do um the talent side of it and be a caster or analyst. I don't think I'd be a good caster. I think I'd be an okay analyst, but, um, you know, and then there's the, the other part of me. It's like, I want to do nothing with video games. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't think that's realistic for me personally. Like I've been playing too long to probably not try to take advantage of 
yeah. the position I've got myself into now. I mean, we'll see how the next couple of years go. I don't know. But I think like streaming, streaming is probably my favorite. Streaming and content creating are probably my favorite go-tos, but it's kind of a cliche answer. I feel like it's pretty typical. But you know me, like when I stream and do content, kind of even like with the podcast, like I really like making a connection with people. It's different to competing. And I put out a tweet recently about that. Like when I stream, yeah. when I stream, like I don't always want to be the competitor snake bite. Like I just like streaming and like chilling right, out and right. talking to people and, you know, I give people advice and, you know, like it's fun. Like it's fun to me, but you know, competing uh, takes its toll yeah. on it for yeah. sure. Absolutely. Um, well, thank you for giving me a little <laughs> insight on the, on the part of I think me. you'll see people play to later and later ages for sure. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Because the the reason why hand pain has occurred so much and even people like losing their drive is because of the uh, mental toll of life, right? But nowadays, these gamers, including myself, are getting paid full time to do this thing. And that's something that really has only been a thing in the last probably like six years. So they can actually go and look oh, yeah. themselves. Oh yeah. Now you got players, you know, like kind of like we've seen Clay talk about and, you know, I know Frosty does and, you know, there's a whole list of players. Players are starting to really look after themselves because they now see the longevity of it. Before it was like, you know, uh, college and before it was like, okay, you know, you're a game, pro gamer when you're 18, but like now you got to go to college because, yeah, you know, and or, or then you have a serious girlfriend and you're going to get married. And it's like, okay, well, you know, being 20 and making, I mean, if if gaming was your job back then with, when there were no orgs, sure. I mean, you had to be winning to be, to have it as oh, a, yeah. an actual, to provide for like your family or even yourself at that point, you had to be like winning back in like 2010, yeah. right? Now it's like, one through eight you're making a good living and you can keep doing it and doing it and you know what i mean yeah no yeah. I, f- I feel you i do feel you i think it's like a you have to you have to take care of everybody no yeah. matter what you do but it's it's very equally important with like a repetitive mm-hmm. thing that you're doing especially with your hands like arthritis and stuff yeah. it can that can cause it can cause that because it's a repetitive movement yeah um i need everyone to knock on wood for me yeah because i uh go. thank you because you i haven't had any issues yet so wait hold on there we go. I think I did it four <laughs> times. I was like, nope, that's not going to do. Three. APG would APG. kill me. Yeah, that's why I said That's why I said I think I did it four. APG would not be happy with me if you heard that. Three. Three is the magic Three number. Three is the magic number. Three is the magic number. <laughs> this is a good, that's like an advert in the UK. Um, anyway, so I'm going to rate the coffee. You want to rate your coffee? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give Starbucks a solid eight. For that one specifically. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think really easy on the go. I think it's personally really, really delicious. Um, and, you know, it's it's just easy. It's easy. You go and get it. It's super chill. Um, it's really yummy. The only thing I would say about Starbucks sometimes is the downside to it is sometimes they can burn the coffee. And mm-hmm. that just make you know, you can tell instantly when that happens. But sometimes they don't. And it tastes wonderful. We're real coffee snobs here now. We're real coffee snobs don't now. Don't burn the coffee. Don't burn the coffee, Starbucks, <laughs> Mr. Bucks. Um, yeah, but actually, love, it's a woman. It's you. actually a woman, Mrs. Bucks. <laughs> it's a woman on the cups, mm-hmm. isn't it? She's mm-hmm. like a mermaid. Yeah. Actually, that's a question. You know, is that lady a mermaid on the Starbucks logo? I don't know. I'd love to know what you guys, you know, know about this. You made it this is far. She, is she a Starbucks? Do you have the answer? Is she? A, is she? Is she a Starbucks mermaid? <laughs> is she, is a she a mermaid? Is she a Starbucks? I feel like she might be a mermaid. I would rate the coffee. Yeah. I'd give it an eight. And then if you want to make it an 8.5 to a nine, make sure you get some foam. Oh, some yeah, extra, an extra foam. Some extra foam. Yeah, if you want to be a bit cheeky, you know, like you're not worried about, you know, the cows and the health and stuff like that. I don't know how many calories that foam. actually adds in. I think it probably sure adds like a like little 100 more. maybe or something. Yeah. But anyway. Make it about 200. Yeah. About two. It's not terrible. Um, But yeah, delish. Absolutely delish. Drop, I love it. Drop your order. Yeah, please drop your Starbucks order. I'm very curious now very curious um but without further ado thank you so much for watching and well watching thanks so much for listening listening i mean i'm so used to saying watching also, sometimes. we'll be in the new setup next week yeah i'm really hoping we will um we're gonna we'll try and get it as ready as we possibly can um but we're really looking forward to being in our new setup yeah. and getting everything ready and done and dusted we'll for do it. video next week no matter what though yeah like, even if it doesn't work out that well, way we'll, well yeah we'll definitely we're definitely yeah. gonna try it just depends on like where the transition is yeah in terms of all our equipment and stuff so yeah 
True. We'll definitely try. But thank you so much for tuning in, guys. We love you so much. Let us know all your thoughts, feelings, your emotions, your opinions, your everything. Let it all out in the comments. Why not? This place is a freedom of speech, but only nice things. I love our comment section. <laughs> I say it every week. I love our comment section. Me too. Section. I, I find it. I, it's actually one thing that I'm like yeah. gravitate towards. I wake up at 8 a.m. on a Wednesday and I'm yeah. like... <gasps> quickly have yeah. a look i love it and i just love it media in general just i know awesome. people are wonderful you guys thank are wonderful you. you guys are wonderful thank you so much have an incredible rest of your wednesday have a wonderful week as well and we will see you guys in the next episode as always stay on the grind